Hi folks and welcome to the Forbidden Planet International Podcast. I'm Peter and I'm solo again this week, I know. And also, apologies, we promised you, sorry, I promised you, a bonus episode last week. Unfortunately, we got masses and masses of masses of stock delivered last week. So we did not get a chance to record that extra bonus episode. But don't worry, I'll give you all the San Diego Comic Con news later on in this very podcast. So stay tuned. So I'm here to give you a quick rundown of some of the exciting comics and graphic novels out this Wednesday, the 1st of August 2018. It's August, folks. August. It's happening. Summer is nearly over. Oh, yes. First of all, from DC Comics this week, we have Adventures of the Super Sons, Batman, Curse of Brimstone, Deathstroke, Green Arrow, Green Lanterns, Harley Quinn, Injustice, Justice League, Mr. Miracle, Nightwing, Shade the Changing Woman, and The Unexpected. Now, I've got some of these right here, and I've also, I've actually had a manage, managed to read uh, Batman this week and it's outstanding it's carrying on the whole uh, 12 Angry Men with Bruce Wayne it's sensational, it's really good uh, Cold Days Part 2 it's not called 12 Angry Men, no it's just kind of inspired by shall we say 12 Angry Men uh, with Bruce Wayne on the jury it's sensational we also have the first issue of the Adventures of the Super Sons miniseries. Super Sons was fantastic, hugely enjoyed that and now uh, they've got, oh, sorry it's a maxi series, it's 12 issues uh, Pete Tomasi is also uh, bringing this, bringing back the winning team of Jonathan Kent and uh, Damian Wayne as Superboy and Robin, and it's fantastic. Carlo Barberi on pencils as well. This is really good. And also, you know what I'm going to say? It's those gorgeous, gorgeous matte pages. Oh, yes. The Legion of Doom storyline continues in Justice League. So... Check that one out. That looks really good. James Tinian is uh, writing instead of Scott Snyder this time. Doug Mankey and Pencils. Nice. Very good. So yes, this is more villain focused, this issue. So that's going to be great. Issue 10. Issue 10 of Mr. Miracle is out this week. Now, we've gushed about Mr. Miracle every single time we've done this podcast and it's come out. And quite rightly so. It is. I still don't know what's happening in it. I've not had a chance to read this issue, so I can't tell you anything. And for Mr. Miracle, I wouldn't. So it's that good. It is so, so good. So yes, check out that. Marvel this week, we have Ant-Man and the Wasp, Astonishing X-Men, Ben Reilly, Scarlet Spider, Captain America, the Cosmic Ghost Rider, Deadpool, Death of the Inhumans, Hunt for Wolverine, Weapon Lost, The Immortal Hulk, the first issue of Infinity Wars proper, uh, Marvel Rising, Miss Marvel and Squirrel Girl, Star Wars, Star Wars The Last Jedi Adaptation, X-Men Gold and the X-Men Gold Annual. Now, from this pile, what have I got here? Uh, I can hugely... I've read Immortal Hulk and it's... I love where this is going. Uh, as, as I mentioned in the podcast before, I thought the first issue was fine. The second issue I thought was really good. The third issue I thought was absolutely outstanding and this continues the trend. It's This is a great issue. And you should you should definitely check up check out Al Ewing's uh, Immortal Hulk because he's doing stuff with the character that we haven't really seen done before, and it's very inspired by the seventies uh, TV series, and and that's a good thing. That's a good thing. It's um, inspired by. I wouldn't say it's copying because obviously it's very firmly set in the Marvel universe. So yeah, that's fantastic. Cosmic Ghost Rider is nuts. Um, yeah. That's all I'm going to say on that. It is, yeah, 
there's a giant space shark uh, trying to eat Cosmic Ghost Rider on the front of this comic and <laughs> that's exactly the sort of thing you find inside it. That's how crazy it is. I love it. Uh, as I said, Infinity Wars number one is out this week and this is Infinity Wars proper. We've had lots of build up to it. You've had the tie-in miniseries in the Weird Prime that I spoke about last week which basically was the primer for the main series. Uh, so yeah, this has got some fantastic uh, Diodato, Diodato art on it and it's Jerry Duggan again writing. This is the first issue of the six issue series that's uh, coming out and again I've read this one as well, another shock death in it. If you read Prime last week, you know there's a shock death in that. Uh, so yeah, there's there's a nice handy checklist at the back as well, uh, telling you when the issues are coming out for it. So come in, check that out. It's a really strong story, worth checking out. And the second issue of Captain America by Tanisi Coates and uh, Lionel Francis Yu is out as well this week. Now I've not had a chance to have a look at this yet, so I'm going to quickly flick through for you. I really enjoyed the first one. It was very in the in the Ed Brubaker vein. Uh, so if you like his run on on Cap, then you will like this. And from Image, we have Bloodstrike, Eclipse, Last Siege, Leviathan, Moonshine, Paper Girls, Paradiso, Skills and Scoundrels, Seven to Eternity, Spawn, Stray Bullets, Thief of Thieves, and Walking Dead. Now, uh, I'm going to mentioned the first well the issue one that's out this week is leviathan it's uh, by john layman and nick patara uh, and yeah this is incredible nick patara of course from manhattan projects i believe that's what he was probably most well known for uh, and this is outstanding it's very it's it's about a kaiju funnily enough uh because it's called leviathan um and this it's kind of action adventure comedy it's quite dramatic but fun it's engaging i like this i haven't actually read this properly i'm just flicking through just now and this is right up my alley yep more on kaiju later incidentally so yes uh so that's that there paper girls uh latest issue of that is out it's obviously you know there's been announced there's a bit of a hiatus with saga so while you're waiting on the next issue of Saga, which will take some time, and by that I mean a year, uh, check out Paper Girls, Brian K. Vaughan. It's fantastic. Cliff Jang on art. It's beautiful, and it's more of the same from Brian K. Vaughan. And, yeah, The Walking Dead continues. The latest issue of that. Uh, I, I, it's hard to talk about Walking Dead without spoiling things, so I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to. <laughs> yes, Walking Dead is out this week. So, yes, please check that out. Uh, also, we have from uh, the Berger Books imprint of Dark Horse this week, we have The Seeds by David Aha and Anne Lucente. Now, I, I really enjoyed Anne Lucente's Daredevil run. Other things she's written have been a bit hit and miss with me, but her Daredevil run is outstanding and everyone forgets about it. But this is really nice. David Aha, obviously, you know, probably best known recently for his Hawkeye run. Uh, and this is really nice. It's kind of... It's almost like a cross between Hawkeye and maybe Parker, if I was to uh, compare it to anything. But yeah, check that out, that looks really good. And also we have the final issue of Frank Miller's Xerxes. This series has been nuts and you can tell Frank Miller is loving every stroke of the brush in this. This is fantastic. Another historical epic coming to a conclusion by Frank Miller and it is crazy. 
and it is adrenaline fueled and it's dramatic and it's everything you would want from a Frank Miller historical tale. So there you go, that's the comic roundup. Now moving on to graphic novels and collected editions and boy do we have some great stuff for you this week. Yes, from DC Comics there is a second volume of Supergirl The Silver Age. Now this is some great fun stories. You've got Comet the Super Horse in here. Uh, <laughs> you've got Flying Through the Time Barrier which I've always loved. I'm just looking through here again. Because uh, they always had these concentric circles with with the dates on them, which is hilarious. Uh, <laughs> yes, you have got super babies in this. Uh, there's comet super horses in this a lot, actually. Uh, the story of Supergirl's big brother. Oh, it's very exciting. Uh, yeah, I love s silly Silver Age superheroes. Try saying that five times fast. I don't think I can. Uh, oh, Lex Luthor's in this. Fantastic. And it's prison grey Lex Luthor before you know he was given any kind of costume. He always just walked about in his prison outfit. And I suppose it saves getting changed when he gets caught. But hey, there you go. Uh, yes, I, I love the Silver Age silliness. I just it's so much fun, so engaging, so endearing. It's good. Love it. Uh, we also have Volume Two, a nice big hardcover of Batman by Doug Munch and Kelly Jones. Now they were an absolutely outstanding team on the book. This collects Batman issue five hundred and thirty-six up to five hundred and fifty-two, which is a really good run. Uh, back in I want to say late eighties-seven nineties, mid nineties. I need to look that up. <clears throat> but yeah, Kelly Jones is so atmospheric in, in his pencil work and Doug Munch is a great handle on Batman as a character so please 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 come in check that out if you haven't already now we also have the new Teen Titans volume 9 trade paperback uh, this reprints doo -doo -doo -doo, issues 1 to 9 of the new Teen Titans series now when it was relaunched they basically split the book after a while uh, and had the new Teen Titans, which then became Tales of the Teen Titans, and then they launched in deluxe Baxter paper, it was, as it was called then, uh, a new series called the New Teen Titans, and that was limited only to comic shops. You could not buy that on the newsstands. And then after a year, they started reprinting that in Tales of the Teen Titans. There you go, but history for you there, folks. Uh, and this is collecting the great run that started off with the New Teen Titans, and this is fantastic stuff. You've got. Trigon in here, yes, as you can tell, uh, the person that kind of like brought the Titans together, Trigon, is back for the first story arc of this one, and this is great stuff. You get George Perez, he's on fire here. Um, who else have got Dan Jerkins? Dan Jerkins is in this doing layouts and stuff. Early Dan Jerkins, that's really interesting. I had not realized, hmm, yep, filled with high drama. Uh, filled with amazing action, filled with sensational characterization, it is the New Teen Titans Volume 9. And as I said, although it's Volume 9, it is the first of a new run, so you can pick it up, check it out, see what you think. And all the other ones are still available. Marv Wolfman, George Perez, New Teen Titans, with some early Dan Jorgens. There you go, exciting things. Well, I'm still on the DC kick. Uh, in the late 70s, there was a thing called the DC Explosion, where DC announced all these new titles, and it was all very exciting. And everyone was all, oh yes, this is going to be great, we're going to take over the market, and people are going to love all these new titles. And then, they were told from up and high, no, you need to cancel half your line. So what was touted as the DC Explosion was then referred to as the DC Implosion. 
and there's a fantastic book out by Two Morrows, uh, which is the comic book Implosion, which basically uh, tells you the entire story through interviews with uh, people at the time uh, of exactly what happened, why it happened, how it happened, and the lessons learned and things that went wrong. And it's really interesting. People that lost their jobs, people that suddenly rose to power, uh, it's really interesting. If you like a comic history, then this is definitely one to check out. Now, moving on to Marvel Comics. Uh, I'll mention a few in passing, but there's one I want to go into depth on. Uh, first of all, we've got a big omnibus. Yay! Uh, the Punisher by Garth Ennis, Volume 2. I'm not going to say anything else other than it's The Punisher by Garth Ennis, Volume 2. It's a big, massive, chunky omnibus. Garth Ennis, great handle on the character. Good humour as well, a lot of action, he knows his war stuff inside out, so he knows Frank as the one-man army that he is. Uh, so yeah, check that one out. X-Men Origins Complete Collection is out this week as well, giving you, funnily enough, the origins of the X-Men. Yeah, exactly what it says on the tin. Uh, the paperback of Marvel Legacy is out. Uh, it's previously been out in hardback, and we've talked about it previously on the show, so I'm not going to go into it in too much detail. But yes, check that one out. Rise of the Black Panther, I believe this, I can't remember, it was certainly nominated uh, for an Eisner, I can't remember if it won the Eisner, I think it did win the Eisner, for Best Limited Series, uh, so yes, I must admit, I have I read the first issue of this, but I kind of fell off, and I've not followed through, but now, now I think I'll go back to it, now that it's, it's you know, obviously got that acclaim, so that'll be really interesting, that's Rise of the Black Panther. But the final, the final Marvel title I'm going to talk about is, if Derek forgives me, he's on holiday this week, so he's, <laughs> I've got an excuse. Uh, it's an epic collection of the week. Yes, this is volume three of the Fantastic Four. It's the coming of Galactus by two guys called Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. Funnily enough, this is where Galactus first appears. Also, the Silver Surfer. Also, we've got the Inhumans in this. We've got the Skrulls in this. We've got Atoma in this. Oh, you've got the Frightful Four in this. This is when FF really and truly took off. Namor's in this. Uh, yeah. Once the first 30 issues of Fantastic Four were great and they all built up and built up. But then basically, once it hit this stride, it was. It was a powerhouse, it was a steamroller, it was a bulldozer, it was a jet, it was a cruise missile, it was just steaming ahead uh, and nothing could stop it. It's sensational, sensational comic storytelling. All these amazing characters first appeared here and to be honest a lot of them haven't been better than, the, than when they first appeared. Uh, you've got the classic The Coming of Galactus with the Watcher looking all worried with his hand up and everyone all cowering in the background. And the Silver Surfer flies in. Oh, I could, seriously, these these stories should be read and treasured. They are phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. So yes, if you don't have that in any way, shape or form, you have to get that one. If you're going to get one thing this week, then that's what you should get. Because those stories are eternal. They're absolutely eternal. They're fantastic. No pun intended. 
The only other collection I'm going to talk about this week is BPRD Hell on Earth Volume 2 hardcover. This was out previously and was instantly recalled because they cocked up the printing on it. And the pages are all out of order. <laughs> so yes, it's back. So if you like your Mignolaverse, your BPRD, uh, this is the one for you. Hell on Earth Volume 2. I did talk about it previously in the podcast. You can always flick back and check that out further back on the feed. So there you go. Now... Comic news. The only thing we're going to talk about this week is what I promised you last week and we didn't manage to do. San Diego Comic Con 2018. Let's do the roundup of that. Well, I'm going to break this into two parts. I'm going to break it into uh, the media news and the comic news. First of all, the trailers. We saw the trailer for Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Yes, uh, starring uh, Millie Bobby Brown, better known as Eleven in Stranger Things. Yep, this looks outstanding. Uh, it's obviously kind of feels very Pacific Rimmy with big uh, kaiju. And it's not just Godzilla that's in it. Uh, you also have other monsters in it. You have Mothra, uh, you have Rodan, you have Charles Dance uh, and other kaiju like that. Uh, yeah, this looks action-packed and a lot of fun. So yes, check out Godzilla. Also, before we move into the actual comic-based ones, uh, the trailer for Glass came out. And this is the one that wedges together properly Unbreakable and Split. Split, is that what it's called? Yes. I'm going to say yes. Uh, so, this looks fantastic. Um, it's also got... Uh, what's her name again? Sarah Paulson. Sarah Paulson's in this. And I love everything she's in. She's just so chameleonic. Uh, she just blends perfectly in. She always gives a fantastic performance. And yeah, it's great just to see, you know, Willis, McAvoy and Jackson all, you know, on the screen together playing these characters. And yeah, in M. Night Shyamalan's kind of own superhero verse that he seems to have kind of built for himself. Yeah, it looks so much fun. And of course, there's scenes set in comic shops. So yeah, check that out. It's fun. Moving on, the next trailer is out is the one that kicks off the DC Universe streaming service and that's the Teen Titans trailer. Well, this was different. Um, it was not what I was expecting. It was a lot darker looking, uh, literally, uh, than I expected. And as you probably know, there is a big swear that Robin does. Oh, he's so edgy. I don't know what to say about this one. I was quite keen and hyped up for Titans and when I saw this I was a bit deflated to be perfectly honest I don't like to I'm not one to like criticise things but I really I didn't know if I was feeling this obviously we saw when we talk, spoke about previously some of the behind the scenes shots uh, that were taken particularly of like Starfire and stuff and, and to be honest we, we were defending that saying well we don't know that's behind the scenes that might not be what the characters look like but it looks like that is what the characters look like so I don't know. The storyline seems to be uh, Robin breaking away from Batman. I think it's basically the road to Nightwing uh, is what they're doing with this. Which is an interesting story. It's, it, it was a great story in the comics. And yeah, it looks really good. Hawk and Dove uh, appeared in it for about half a second. Uh, Dove looked to be a bit kind of bloodthirsty for, you know, a, a Lord of, sorry, Lady of Peace. Um, so that was a bit odd, but they looked great. Uh, yeah, uh, Starfire. I think I don't, it just feels they've kind of got her wrong to a certain extent because the look seems wrong. Her powers seem to be kind of actual fire based as opposed to energy based. But you know, that's me being picky, picky, picky. Um, but 
overall, I'm still keen to see it. I thought Raven looks good. Uh, Beast Boy, again, for all you saw him, looked good. Uh, Robin, I think, as I said, it is his story. It is going to be a transitional story, so it should be interesting from that point of view. Um, so, yeah, um, I don't know. I kind of feel... I kind of feel, uh, feel Cyborg should be in there. I know, I, I always think he should be a Titan, as opposed to... I know I said Teen Titans, I think it's called Titans, but it's Habit. It just feels like Cyborg should be in there, it feels more natural, a fit there, than you know him in the Justice League. But we'll see, I'll definitely check it out when it comes out, but uh, I'm going in with a bit more trepidation than I originally had, so we'll see. The next trailer was a world apart from that, and that was the trailer for Shazam. I hate saying Shazam, just in case I get hit by a bolt of lightning. Uh, basically, this is big with superheroes. And it's not even pretending to be anything other than big with superheroes. It looks so much fun. It looks very entertaining. It looks completely the opposite of the tone Zack Snyder set up with Man of Steel and BVS and that sort of thing. It makes you feel really hopeful. I know they've announced Worlds of DC. It's what they're basically calling the, the DC multiverse or the DC expanded universe. And so not everything might be set in the same universe. But... This is set in the same universe because you've got uh, references to, I think, the Daily Planet. You see a Batarang. Uh, all that sort of stuff's in the trailer. And it just feels so joyful, so much fun. It, it's definitely taking a lot from the Jeff Johns uh, miniseries uh, Shazam, which annoyingly is currently out of print, but I'm sure they'll rush a reprint of that. And it does seem to be taking that. My only complaint really is that Billy seems a, a bit old, the actor they've got to play him. Um, which kind of makes me worry about any kind of sequels, because any kind of sequel who would be like older teenager, as opposed to you know if, if they'd got like a Halle Joel Osment or what's his face again, Jake Jake Lloyd, yes from Phantom Menace. If you've got someone like equivalent of that age when they played those roles, and to play Billy, I think that might have been a bit better and a bit of a better choice on their behalf. But hey, what I know, I've not seen the movie. I, I'm definitely feeling this more than any of the other ones uh, that, that we've seen so far. Apart from perhaps the next one I'm going to talk about, which was Aquaman. Oh my God. It's not even pretending to be anything than a ton of fun. Uh, Jason Momoa is just... You just want to go for a drink with the guy, let's be honest. I mean, he looks like a, a party on, on wheels. Uh, <laughs> a party on fins. Uh, yeah, party on water. Yeah, there was an interview with him uh, with uh, on I can't remember what show it was. It was, uh, but there was an interview with him and the guy and the guy asking him questions basically said, uh, "So did you have to do a lot of training for the swimming uh, in this?" And he just looked at him and said, "Dude, I'm Hawaiian." <laughs> it's like, yeah, sure, okay, that's fine. <laughs> so Jason Momoa, he just is so charismatic and so fun. He was one of the best things in the Justice League movie. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. Again, it's because it's under sea base. A lot of it kind of reminded me a bit of the Phantom Menace and the Gungans, which um, that was like 20 years ago now. Think about that. That's nearly 20 years ago. Fortunately, technology has moved on. They can do stuff better now. Uh, it looks great. It looks so, so much fun. It looks kind of, it looks very Black Panther -y actually in tone. If you mixed, if you shove Black Panther under the sea, I think that's kind of the tone that they're going for. Uh, you've got Ocean Master, who looks exactly like Ocean Master from the comics. Yes. 
You got Black Manta who looks even more like Black Manta from the comics. Yes! Don't mess with these designs. These designs are fantastic. And they're not. They're bringing them in and throwing them up there. Admittedly, Jason Momoa looks nothing like Aquaman. You know, he's... Okay, you could argue he looks a bit more like Namor, but hey, that's fine. He, he did. He does at least have the look of the uh, Peter David era Aquaman, admittedly with the wrong colour hair and an extra arm. Um, but yeah, it's Amira looks looks great. Uh, yeah, that's just nailed her look. Aquaman, it's it's a big movie, a big movie. Aquaman is coming out. Can you believe that? I can't believe that either. But I'm totally, totally, totally looking forward to it. So, yes, that's the end of the movies. Also announced was the return of the Star Wars Clone Wars animated series, and so that's pretty cool. I don't know if they're going to be picking up from where that left off or whether it's going to be a standalone thing, uh, but we'll see, and we'll probably uh, tell you more about that as we find out about it ourselves. So there we go. But moving on to comic news, loads of stuff was announced. I'll only pick out some of the highlights because there really was quite a lot. Main thing, Grant Morrison and Liam Sharp on Green Lantern. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Paint me pleased. Paint me green. This is going to be so good. It's going to be so good. It's Grant. He's going to be writing Cosmic DC. You know, you know for a fact he's plowing through tons of 1950s uh, Strange Adventures comics. You know he is. Picking out all these minuscule little like details of weird planets and other dimensions and stuff. He's going to be throwing all that in there. And Sharp's outstanding. Yeah, the, the pencil work's going to be incredible on this. It's a really great team. Um, yeah, so looking forward to that. So looking forward to that. Um, some uh, preview pages were up as well. They look absolutely beautiful. Um, looking forward to that. So yes, Green Lantern and Brightest Day and Blackest Night. Uh, Kelly Sudaconic is taking over the reins on Aquaman. We still have a couple of Dan Abner arts to go, so I think that's not going to be until the middle of next year. Uh, but yes, you'll be doing that. Um, so we'll keep you posted as to when that's happening. Donny Cates is heading up a new Marvel uh, Knights line. That's all kind of like the street-level Marvel heroes. Most of them you'll know from like, the Netflix shows, but also get characters like Cloak and Dagger in there and Moon Knight in there, as well as, you know, Jessica Jones, Punisher, Daredevil, and uh, Iron Fist and... Uh, I was going to say Power Man, got flashback there, Luke Cage. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so he's heading up that. You've also got other people involved, like Matthew Rosenberg. So, you know, it's a lot of good talent on the Marvel Knights line. So that should be interesting. Again, we'll keep you posted when we know more. And my final bit of comic news is... Miracle Man is coming back! Miracle Man! By Neil Gaiman and Mark Buckingham picking up the reins from where they left off. Yes, apparently there were several legal wrangles, but now it's all been sorted and it is coming soon. So yes, again, we'll keep you posted. Miracle Man. Oh, it's going to be so good. So good. And that ends our San Diego Roundup. Now, as I said, unfortunately I've had to just plough through that and tell you. It's not been quite as entertaining as, you know, Derek and I having a chat, Emma and I having a chat, Derek and Emma having a chat, but hey, you're stuck with me. Now, our podcast is available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and almost everywhere else that you can find podcasts. And if you enjoy it, then rate us and review us. It helps other people find the show. And as well as our usual weekly comics preview show, we have special bonus episodes where we talk about things like movies, TV shows, and even interview comic creators. And we've had lots of them, uh, re I say recently, it was about a month ago now, the last one. Oh well. Uh, there are more coming up, yes, we have, there are special ones in the pipeline. 
so listen out for them make sure you subscribe to us so you don't miss out and speaking of subscriptions if you cannot make it into a store then all of the titles that we talk about are available to subscribe to on our website that's www.forbidden-planet.co.uk or www.forbidden-planet.co.uk whichever terminology you prefer or if you're one of our many American listeners then hi and you can order from our sister store at www.fpnyc.com and if you have any feedback on the podcast feel free to contact us you can send us a message on Facebook head up for the attention of me I'm Peter, hello uh, not Peter Hello, that's not my surname but you know, actually I could be, I don't quite like that hi, Peter Hello here Hmm. I might change my name right, uh, head up to me or if you want to send Derek some mail head up to him uh, but we're at FP Glasgow on Facebook and also FP Glasgow on Twitter and also on Instagram. Yeah, actually, I think we're under Forbidden Planet Glasgow on Facebook. I'm jumping the gun there. There we are. So if you have any feedback, please contact us. I've been your solo Forbidden Planeteer this week. Apologies for that. Uh, and I'll be back next week. And let's see if someone else joins me then. We might have some special news next week as well. Ooh, exciting. So until then, good night and good reading.